Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. It is me, Jacob Andrade, the host. Today, I have special guest, Fred Barrera. He is a, you can say co-worker, but the word co-worker makes it sound like we're equals. This guy has 21 years experience in the, in the real estate field. And uh, first off, Fred, thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, I do podcasts every Tuesday. I asked you to be here in the morning. You said yes, you know, no hesitation. So thank you for taking, you know, time to be here. Um, so uh, Fred, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you, Jacob, for inviting me. It's uh, definitely something new. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I mean, as we're go- the way we're going right now, just our pre-conversation prior to starting the podcast it's uh it's pretty cool this is something different oh yeah thank you so much for inviting me no problem fred everybody has fun this is just i do it every tuesday because it's fun oh definitely and the tequila definitely helps oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i usually don't don't say that but (laughs) okay okay. no no it's not it's not it's not it's not a big deal but um um yes we are buzzed (laughs) we have been drinking a little bit um okay so my goal is to interview you fred uh, like I said, you have 20, 21 years experience in the real estate field, and I would like to start off from the beginning. Okay, let's say 18-year-old Fred, right? How does your story begin? Go ahead. Well, it actually starts definitely before that. Um, I was born in Mexico City, Chilango, and uh, I came here when I was six months. I have uh, two brothers, one sister, and obviously my parents. Unfortunately, one of my siblings and my sister passed away. Uh, so it's just me and my older brother, Jose. Um, but, you know, after high school, or actually during high school, I I, uh, I, I always hated school. I, I hated school. And so I knew, I knew I didn't want to go to college. So I was like, you know, I better do something. I just didn't want to be, you know, just at home. And so I decided to join the Army. And uh, my parents had a sign for me. So as of 18, I, once I graduated, I shipped out, I think it was that same year in December. So I was stationed in Fort Leonard Wood. Um, and actually my MOS was a 91 Delta, which is a sh- surgical tech. And a 91B, which is 91 Bravo, which is a, a combat medic. And, um, you know, it was interesting. It was fun. Definitely fun. Had a great time. Super, super cold at Fort Leonard Wood. And so... Anyways, came back. I was um, actually I was dating a flight attendant at the time, and she worked for United Airlines. And uh, you know, she was like, "Hey, man, well, you know, when I came back from the army, she was like, why 'Don't you get a job at United?'" And I was like, ah, "I don't know." And so, anyways, I ended up uh, uh, putting an application. I got hired as customer service, and uh, about maybe a year, two years into United, actually. I became a flight attendant myself. And so I, I knew my life. I knew I didn't want to be a flight attendant for the rest of my life. And it was funny because one day um, I had a late, uh, a late flight and I was watching TV in the hotel room and it was, there was an infomercial. I forget his name, but it was this one guy who, uh, you know, uh, buy a property zero down type of thing. And at the time, I mean, I wasn't making that much money, but to buy his system was like 400 bucks and so middle of the night i i you know took out my card and you know called the number and 
and uh, got all that real estate information from him and they sent me the the packet anyways I didn't do anything with it it just stood under the bed for about a year or so and it wasn't to a good friend of mine Mario he uh, he called me and he's like hey listen I got I I need to talk uh, uh, I need to talk to one of our buddies which was a mutual friend of ours Edwin which as a matter of fact he's actually in real estate and uh, he's a pretty pretty heavy hitter Anyways, we want to go meet up with them, and, and uh, that intrigued me because I was already thinking about real estate. And so that following day after we met up with them, I, I gave them a call, and I was like, Hey, Edwin, do you mind if I talk to you for a little bit? And so I went to his office. He said, Yeah, come to my office. And I just asked him I wanted to do real estate. And so I started working on my days off with him. I would go into the office and eventually got my real estate license and, you know, this is where I'm at now, 21 years later. 21 years later. Yeah. So you said you were born in Mexico City? Yes. What age did you, you know? Go? Oh, six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is all you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, that's interesting. My Yeah, my wife was born in Mexico. I have several friends that were born in Mexico, you know, uh, transferred over here. Um, you said you, you signed for the Army. What, what year was that? 90... 1993? 1993? 1993. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's the year my wife was born. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are a player. No, 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 no. You not know in what? a bad way, not in a bad no, way. <laughs> I'm a blessed man. Thank, yeah, I mean, same here, same I'm here. A blessed man. With my woman, love my wife. Um, anyway, you said you were in Fort Leonard Wood. Fort Leonard Wood. Yeah, I was actually in Fort Leonard Wood for several months. So we're, me and Fred were both veterans. I was in the Marine Corps. My training for my MOS was in uh, Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri. So we were in the same place. Yeah. It's a small world after all. Was it cold when you were there? Very. Oh. That was the first time I ever saw snow. Really? Yes. Despite me living, I lived in the Sangerville Valley. You just move, (laughs) you just travel a couple miles north, snow, right? But never just never had that opportunity but uh when i was 18 i did um so with the infomercial with the infomercial in your when you said you mentioned you watched it when you were working for united what year was that that was like 90 98 98 right 97 so like when when we say infomercial now it kind of sounds like infomercial right but like at the time that was probably really effective Oh, big time! Yeah, big time, right? Big so, time. so yeah, you 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 know you paid that four hundred, uh, you called them. Do you credit that infomercial for your career path? Um, definitely, yeah, yeah. I could it definitely like, triggered you to do that. Yeah, it triggered me because, like I said, I knew I didn't want to be my age right now, and still be a flight attendant. Like, you know, the perks were great, the benefits were great, um, but I knew I I just. I knew it. I, I don't want to be doing that. You know, that was just, uh, you know, something, you know, a, you know, a, a face in my life. And uh, I knew I, I needed more and I wanted more Got you know, you. out of life. Got you. And you mentioned your, your, I guess, buddy Mario. Yes. And then you said, he said, hey, Edwin, was that the, the name? Yeah, because we had a, I, I went to high school with, with Edwin and uh, actually, Mario went to a different school, but we, we all knew each other. And so I didn't know Edwin was in real estate. Oh, okay. And so he knew he was in real estate, and so he wanted to get uh, 
either buy a property or something like that. So he called me up and he's like, hey, man, let's go uh, go with me. I, I want to go talk to Edwin. And so and I was like, Edwin, high school Edwin? He's like, yeah. And so when I when we met up, it's as a matter of fact, it was a Century 21 office. And, uh, you know, when I seen him, man, that guy was suited and booted, man, driving a BMW. And, and he was my age. I mean, I was what? At that time, I must have been, that was 93. I was still like 20, 20, mm -hmm. 21. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was just like, man, I like, how are you doing it? Like, yeah, you know, and, and so that's something. And obviously, I mean, at that point, you know, being young and, you know, really not having much money and, and, and you know, try, seeing a, a, a close friend of yours or, or a friend of yours at that time. And, you know, being successful, it's kind of like... You could it, do it too type it, thing. Yeah, and, and it's uh, hypnotizing in a sense where it's like, like wow, like, you know, I want that too, you know? Not 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 in an envious way, but it was just like, you know, I, I applaud him for, for what he was doing, you know, at his age. And and even now, I mean, this guy, he still, he still got it, man. This guy... He, That's he, good. He kicks butt, man. So what good. I would say to that is I would say not the same situation, but what I can relate to you is is Gabriel with Andrew. Mm -hmm. He's my age. Gabriel's my age, right? Oh, really? Yeah. He's really young, um, 24, 25. I, okay. I'm not 100% sure. But I see where he's at, right? Mm -hmm. And I see what he has. Mm -hmm. And I'm the same age as him. Now, I'm not friends with him like you and Edwin, mm -hmm. but I see the same level in the sense of what you said with you and your friend. So it's like, wow, right? Like that's... That's crazy. Like he's doing it at, at my age, you know. So who's to say I can't, or whatever, right? Um, so that's how I can kind of relate to you on that point. You mentioned you were working on your days off. You were working on your so you were working. I was working. And then on your days off, you were working. Yeah, because uh, the schedule as a flight attendant was pretty cool. Uh, you know, you work three days and you you're off four. You work four days, you're off five, and so it would fluctuate, but it would give me a good. Uh, <clears throat> amount of time like so i could be at the office at least anywhere between two to four days or sometimes even five and what age was that well that was um, i think i was like 20 20 20 nice that's still that's really young 20 that's really 21. young that's really young for getting real-time real estate experience well <laughs> well the funny thing is you know i I, uh, my broker at the time was Ruben Duran. Uh, I mean, this guy was, you know, I mean, heavy hitter, baller. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of unfortunate now or just a lot of offices or a lot of real estate agents don't have the, the correct coaching mm -hmm. or the correct structure. Um, uh, I could agree with that, man. It's hard to find that structure. Oh, big time, big time. And, and, uh, and, and it's it's kind of sad, but it's like really the 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 thing that I first learned was really about you know you know what restaurants you go to and 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 even you know at that time not even just starting off I mean I didn't even have a deal closed yet or actually you know what that's fine let man. me let me let that's me fine. No, I'm gonna rewind percent. on that okay one. that's fine that's fine because when I first started working with Edwin uh, within the first week I brought him a deal mm -hmm. and. We saw that property that's, it was funny because they called me, I was on the plane and it was my brother and he was like, hey, I got a lead for you. And I was like, what's up? All right, cool. And it was a, a, a mutual friend of ours and he wanted this specific area in Montebello. And lo and behold, one property came out that day 
in that area. And so you you say that like it's a coincidence. I promise you it's not. No, it's not. It's 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 your intention. Thank you. So the, the intention <laughs> like I, I need to sell something in It's sure. your intention, man. And let me stop you. <laughs> let me stop you. This happened to me today. You know how they say you know you know how they say um your wish is my command. Ask the universe what you want and it will give it to you. Yep. Something happened to, today to me that made me believe it, bro. And tell me it's not true. It could be a coincidence. I don't care. I was driving on the freeway mm-hmm. on my way home from Fontana to here. And I was thinking in my head, what if something just hit my windshield? Imagine that, right? Would I be at the mercy of my windshield? Would I be okay? I thought that. Not even five, ten minutes later, some shit hit my fucking windshield, bro. Did it crack it? It didn't crack it. Oh, okay. But my point is, it happened. <laughs> my point is this. Like, I'm not, I'm not fictional. I'm not, you know, um, whatever. But I can say this. I thought that, and then it happened. Right? What the hell is that? And I'm not even going to stop there. There's been many instances in which I've thought something and it's happened. Now, you can say it's a coincidence. That's fine. I, and I'll agree with you with that. It is a coincidence. But when you say intention and then suddenly it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll be knocking on doors and my intention does have an influence on the result. It's, it's weird. It's weird. So whether it's a coincidence or whether you have more control over things than you think, I don't have an answer for that, but... I think that's insane. I think that's insane. Well, I, I, you know, that comes like listening to all these motivational uh, speakers and watching those videos is you, you have to set your intention. And, and that's the first thing when you do when you open your eyes. I, I mean, you're, you're, you know, for me, I open my eyes and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God. Uh, and from there, I set my, my intention like what? What? What am I gonna accomplish today? What am I gonna do today? What am I gonna do different in my life today? And it's about, yeah, we sell houses and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's it's um, it's more than that. It's more than that, and it's impacting other people's lives. Uh, when it comes down to the buyer, the seller, uh, the listing, or the buyer's agent, or even the escrow officer, everybody involved in yeah, the deal. Everybody's a person. Every everybody, and so. It, it just, you know, what difference could you make in somebody's life, um, you know, just with a simple good gesture or, um, you know, wherever the case may be. Dude, it makes a difference. It, but it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And and that's what they say in the morning, practice your, you know, your affirmations is because you're, it's, you're throwing it out there. I Years ago, I, um, I was helping this one guy. I was at Amigos, uh, Amigos Realty. And um, they had a they had a contractor or, or a handyman, and so there was some projects that they would give me, and I would help out and stuff like that. And so this guy was so negative. I mean, every time I worked with him, at the end of the day, I would come back so drained. Mm-hmm. And it's because this guy would, I mean, just suck the energy right out of you. Yeah. And um, it's true. I mean, what you put out there and what you get in return, um, that's all true, man. You know, okay. no, no brujeria, but it, it just, it's, it's a law of physics. I mean, no, it is. And it's not only, I would agree, actually, it is physics. It is physics. A thousand. Um, you mentioned your morning routine. You woke up, you wake up in the morning. 
first thing you do is you thank God and then you you have this like self-reflection, self-assessment attitude throughout the day. Gold. Mm-hmm. That's gold, dude. Mm-hmm. That's sick as hell, dude. But I don't know many people that do that. Sick, bro. Sick. I don't even do that. I don't wake up in the morning. I'm like, what can I do better? You know? I mean, I, I, I love, I, I, I look at myself in a way where I'm really hard on myself and I look for self-improvements. But, you know, to wake up every morning and to self-reflect like that, that is dope. Um, when I know, uh, did you want to say anything to that? Oh, no, just uh, you know, just uh, just life. Uh, I mean, you're still young. Yeah, 25. 25. I'm 45, and and just you know, what's life? What what life has thrown at me? What life has thrown at me? Um, it, it just gets you to a point where where you just need to be grateful, and you know, my wife says I'm short tempered and. Uh, that I'm that I fuse quickly or things like that, but at the end of the day, I mean, I I know I'm compassionate. I know, you know, she says I could be cold sometimes. <laughs> Dude, that's fine, man. I could be cold. Anyone could be cold. You know, part of that, like, not to be sexist, but like that, like man mentality is almost cold. That like man characteristics is cold, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're so resilient to emotion. You're so resilient to what life has to you. You're so level-headed that it can be interpreted as that you're cold, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that I'm cold, bro. I, I care. You care. Yeah. But you're more focused on making it happen for your family. You're more focused on just the fear of poverty, the fear of all the... Big time. It's like little things don't matter to you, to you. But those little things are big things to someone else. Oh, no. Big time. And... Uh... And it's funny, kind of a little off the subject, but it's okay. How you were talking, saying, uh, you know, man feelings. Yeah. Just the other day, I noticed my son. He's he's three, by the way, and he was spaced out, and it was just it was funny to see that because <laughs> everybody's spaced out. <laughs> no, but it's just funny. I mean, just the fact he's three years old and 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 he was just spaced out, and it's funny because there's a book that I read uh, years ago, and it says. Uh, Men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. Okay. I don't know if you read that. I haven't, but explain. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a funny book, but it's, uh, you know, one day we were, me and my wife were driving. As a matter of fact, we were going to the doctors because my, my wife was pregnant at the time. And I was just staring at, at this roof that had this palm, like, a palm leaf, like a huge one on top. And my thought was just like, how would I get it down? Because the roof was like really inclined and to get up there looked pretty, uh, you know, pretty dangerous to get up there. And so my wife, all of a sudden, she's like, what are you thinking about? And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, what are you thinking? Like, you're totally like concentrating on something like you're spaced out. And I was like, oh, no, I was just wondering how I would take that palm down. And she started laughing. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you. You, you were thinking like, why would you think that? Mm-hmm. But like the book says, is like, we, I guess men, we, we, our thoughts are in boxes. So, you know, it waffles, really, it really is, you know, waffles, you move them in and out, you shift. So you can, really you can entwine those thoughts. And a woman's more like, uh, you know, if you're driving, you know, if you, you have her in the car and you're driving and you have a red cup. And then she sees like something else red. She could entwine that like, oh, I remember I had a red dress that looked like this and looked like that. And yeah, they could man. entwine all their emotions. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny because we're actually, we're actually delving into a really sensitive topic mm-hmm. because of 
a quality Mm -hmm. that's fine right me am i a feminist yes do i believe in equal rights yes do i believe in every equal do i believe in every equal situation yes in every way but i can also acknowledge what you're saying Mm -hmm. you know the strengths of the just the way a man thinks the strengths of just the way a woman thinks you know like my wife my wife sometimes she tells me things and my mind is blown I, I, my my mind is blown at the fact that she was able to come up with something that I wasn't. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. What? Like, it didn't even cross my mind whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, now, is part of that who she is as a person? Yes. Is part of that her IQ? Yes. And by the way, her IQ is higher than mine. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You better say that. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's true. Her IQ is higher than mine. And, and but... Part of it, is it because her high Q is, is higher than mine? Yes. Part of it, is it because she's a woman? Now that starts to sound sexist, mm-hmm. but I would say, yeah, man, because men, dude, I think in boxes 24-7, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think in boxes hard, but it's almost like a survival instinct. Or would you agree? Uh, yeah, no, 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 definitely. And it, it, it's funny because my, you know, my wife, she came to the to the states when she was twelve. Um, she was born in ninety three, so she's obviously she's young. And it's funny because she corrects my English grammar, and it's like, wait a minute, you came when you were twelve. Like, what's up, dude? You know. Right. And, and so she tells me her stories and you know how she had uh, to adapt in school and, and learn the language. And I mean, I'm just so proud of her for the fact. I mean, everything that she's accomplished, everything she's been through and everything I've put her through and, and the fact that she's still there. And, and, you know, when we go to when we go to bed, it's just I, I love just, you know, just looking at her and, and just, you know, being grateful and being thankful that she's there and, and, and just admiring her beauty. And, and the fact, you know, d- depends if my son's in the, in the middle of bed sometimes. I mean, look. <laughs> I'm glad we delved into that topic. So what I would like to tie in what we were talking about into almost back on track because we we actually got sidetracked a lot, actually. Um, So what I would say, intelligence, right? Intelligence versus the work you're willing to put in. And maybe you'll agree with me when I say this. I'm going to give you two scenarios and give me your honest answer. Who you think would be or who you think would thrive better in this industry the person that's more intelligent or the person that is willing to put in the work i think the person that's willing to put in the work yeah i think that's i mean that point right there is going to make a difference to whoever's listening in this industry because this industry is a direct result of what work you put in oh definitely and, it, and it's funny you, you brought that subject up because today I was, I was showering and I was listening to the, uh, what is it, Fanatical Prospector? And it specifically talks about that. It talks about the person who, uh, who might be intelligent and all that, but the one who's consistent is the one to be more successful. And what I would tie that into, Matt, is because society, not me, not you, but society thinks that the more money you make the more smart you are the more IQ that's there's no correlation between that there is none Mm-mm. money depending on what 
depending on what industry you pick in your life so say a volatile one like real estate stocks or whatever that's dependent on your worth at work ethic mm-hmm. something more on the safe side like a union or perhaps maybe education or or something of that nature you see plenty of high IQ really smart knows lots of stuff expert synthesizers making less than say say with all due respect I'm not calling you this or me or anyone an idiot making triple quadruple what they make and but here's the thing that reflects not their intelligence but their work ethic in this industry oh definitely this is definitely um, and Rich, uh, Richard Reyes says this uh, uh, he's very successful because he's one of the most consistent person out there or, or realtors yeah a- and he's 100% right um, you know obviously you, you need to have some work ethic um, definitely need to have the work ethic and the people that are consistent are, are going to thrive in this business whether it's real estate or, or in, in reality in anything that you do if you're consistent and and you're constantly constantly you know being consistent you're gonna be super successful you know versus the intelligent person well yeah you're intelligent but it doesn't mean that you could pick up the phone and, and, and know how to talk to somebody um, or it doesn't mean and when, and when you say that and when you say that when you say the intelligent person that that doesn't pick up the phone and talk to somebody you're right right now now having the balls to talk to someone Having the balls to put in the work has nothing to do with intelligence, right? But now imagine if a freaking smart-ass MF was putting the same amount of work as the freaking dummy. Dude, imagine that. Freaking hotshot. You know what? I think he could be twice as successful because obviously he's smart and he has a work ethic. Uh, And what I mean by that is definitely... You know, just in sales in, in general, you, you you need to have systems in place. Yep. You know, uh, you alone agent could only take you so far. Thank you. Um, once you have systems in place, you could double, triple your your income. Yeah, man. Actually, I touched on this in, in a previous podcast. I was talking about a solo agent versus a team. And dude, when people look at a team, they think... I'm not getting the whole commission. Why would I do that? Mm -hmm. If you leverage other people and you cut your commission, you can do more deals, meaning you make more money. You can, yeah. Exactly. So that that was a point I made in my previous podcast. Um, So, but, but where we left off early in the podcast was you mentioned your life story and then your career started. You know, like you mentioned um, to me, prior conversation you worked for Keller Williams Century 21 and now for the for our team yeah well actually I started a Century 21 uh, dynamic brokers um, then I went to I forgot the name it was a little mom and pop shop um, and then I went back to Century oh no I went to Amigos Realty and then from Amigos I went to Century 21 Masters then I went to KW and then I went to International Real Estate Services, and now I'm back with uh, well, not back, but I'm I'm with EXP now, EXP oh. Realty. Okay, 
I don't even know that. Well, so what was the reason for her transfer? Like, what compelled you to transfer? You know, it. it I think it's part of the the the, the Lone Ranger in a sense, and just trying to find. Uh, you know, you get tired for you know where you're at, and you know circumstances, whatever. Um, actually, you know what? I was at Capital Realty, and it was right across the street from my old brokerage, which is International, and it was a broker, and it was only three agents. And it was right when, right after the market crash. And, uh, you know, I would, I, yeah, I had an office. I had a huge office with a big desk and uh, free M&M's. Only David Ramirez would know about that. What I mean, it's an inside joke. M&M's, Got free it. M&M's. Right. That's fine. Free M&M's. Right? Free M&M's. <laughs> Hey, hey, um, Fred, I have this, this <laughs> office. We have free M&M's. Do you want to join? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was funny. Anyways, uh, so David actually, uh, David, which is my best man, he ended up going to uh, Century 21 Masters with Neil Schwartz. And uh, he told me, hey, dude, you need to get over here. This is, uh, they're, they're teaching you things here. And sure enough, I mean, everything that I know, everything that I've been listening to, the fanatical prospector, um, I mean, it's just everything that Neil Schwartz and, and Mike Ferry have, have, you know, have taught us. And, and it's, there's no magic pill here. There's no magic pill. Nah, dude, it's all hard nope. work, man. It's all hard work. It's, it's all, all hard, hard work. work. And, you know, you, you got to get to the office on time. You got to be consistent. And it's funny because on, on the fanatical prospector, they touched about, your 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 calendar did they they did and you were doing that before you heard it huh well or, I, or you were well i heard that. i heard that from mike ferry and he's and you know one of his coaching uh, uh cds that i have he says that if you could if you could pinpoint if you could get down your calendar your scheduling you'll yeah. eliminate do you have to. 75 pro 75 percent of your problems in real estate and you just right, do your calendar. Man. You're right. You're right. I thought about that today because I actually, I went to go show a house in Fontana mm -hmm. today. My mistake. Earlier, this is something. This is is this is a checklist box, man. Let me let me tell you this. My buyer's an FHA. Mm -hmm. On the MLS, it'll tell you. Didn't have, it was a flip. I skimmed it. I scheduled the the appointment for three o'clock. And uh, we go, and it's at 2.30, I show up, and I realize, I was like, they don't accept FHA. So at this point, I can maybe lie, get away with it, or, or be honest. Yeah. I chose to be honest. I called her. I said, hey, you know, this is a, you're an FHA buyer. This property isn't accepting FHA, you know, whatever. So she drove back home, and I came back home. But here's my point. I wasted half the day because of my schedule. And it ties into the scheduling, man. Like, had, had I had a schedule where I said, you know, from this time to this time, I'm going to prospect and from this time to this time, I'm going to, you know, service leads. Perhaps I would have noticed that, you know, mm -hmm. I was so caught up in the fog in the just whatever's going on is whatever's going on that I overlooked something so, so minuscule that it, it cost me half the day. And you say 75% of your problems will go away if you just have a schedule. I believe it because if, if I did have a schedule, I probably would have over uh, not overlooked that issue and 
you know, my day, my today, today that we're talking would have been more efficient. So, yeah. No, or what do you have to say so, about that? So, I'm going to ask you two questions. Well, one, why haven't you started your scheduling when you ever heard you already heard it, you know, several times from different people? And two, when are you going to start scheduling? Okay, well, um, because you asked that today. <laughs> and, um, well, dude, it's weird. It's weird because you hear these things throughout the day, man. You hear 20 things throughout the day. And for some, for some reason, you only really implement two or three. So you can, you can say, hey, man, you know, because you've told me, man, do a schedule. Mm-hmm. You've shown me do a schedule. You did your schedule, you know. Um, but throughout those days, I implemented something else that was impactful. And I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to get discouraged because I didn't implement a schedule. You know, no, but, no, but no. I will implement a schedule. And it, I, you know, today. It's, it's a just notice moment. Thank just you. notice. Like, okay, you know what? I need to do my schedule. This happened to me today. And it could possibly be due to lack of scheduling. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, you know, just you, you need to get it done. You got, and this is what when we said earlier, you have to have balls. That's what I'm talking about. You have to have balls twenty four seven. Oh, you have to. Literally, you you, you, you have to twenty four, bro. Because if Fred suggests <laughs> something to me, and if I don't have balls twenty four seven, which I haven't been. I'm not going to implement it. Now, if I had balls 24-7, when you said schedule, I would have freaking right then and there. And that's what I'm striving to be. That's what I'm striving for. You know? Um, but do, And I'm going to get there. Well, do, do you want me to hold you accountable to it? That's where it gets touchy because, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Wait. you know, the, the simple answer is of course, but... But at the end of the day, you know, you could lead a horse to water, but, but can you can't make a drink. drink of exactly. course. Not. So it's like I, I, I understand that it comes from me. I understand that. Well, be, being, uh, you know, both of us with a military background, uh, just remember our forefathers, uh, Benjamin Franklin. He's a time block. Was he? Yes, you didn't. He, he's know. he's the one that said that saying. Uh, if you don't plan, you plan to fail or, you know, I totally chopped it right now, but concept was delivered. Okay. Well, that's basically, and it's funny because he had a, it, it was like a, he wrote down everything he needed to do. And then on the side, it had the times and he would block like his activities of what he would do. That's insane, bro. To think and that that, that someone it's in was... It's 1700s. Thank you. 1700s, <laughs> man. And we're over here in the, you know, 2020, 2021. And it's like, dude, you need a time block, bro. <laughs> it, it pisses me off, bro. Trust, dude. I'm so embarrassed, bro. Like, you know how they say you're the five of the average? Mm-hmm. Dude, listen, bro. When I'm around you guys, I'm at the bottom. And I love it because I, all I know is that it's growth from there. When I'm with my friends, not my not my closest friends, but my friends, mm-hmm. they don't say the things you do. Right now, you challenged me. You said, hey, do you want me to be there, right? Accountable. I appreciate that. My friends don't do that. You know, my not my, clo- not my best friends, but my close friends don't do that. Um, so, well, you, you, you know, you can't, you can't, Yes and, and no, um, can't blame your friends in a sense because 
obviously they don't they don't want to put you in a a friend's never going to want to put you in a predicament or, or a put you place. in a position where it's like going to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But in in reality, they should. Thank you. They should. That's the tough. That's the tough part, man. I, bro. <laughs> no. And, and Dude, I I have friends where I have the hardest trouble to put them in a in a, in a tough place. But uh, I get. I guess my point is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Isaac. Thank everybody in that circle for making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> thank you. Because because my friends don't do that. Because my friends say, hey, Jacob, you know, dude, we, you know, thank you, you know, for not thank you, you know, um, we admire what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when I'm with you guys, it's the opposite. It's like, hey, get on our level, you know. So I love that shit, bro. I want to be there. 20. I want to be there. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Well, you, you, it's just, uh, it's your mindset and, and eventually it's, you're going to get to a point where, where, I mean, it's all about your family, man. It's all about, it's all yeah, about dude. your family <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, they talk about and, and I'm going to be honest with you. When I got into real estate, it was about, you know, what trips can you take? How much money? What watch can you afford? What vehicle? What house and, and all that. It's a flex. It, it, that's a, definitely a flex. And for me now, it's just, man, I, I just want to make sure that my family is safe. Dude. My family is taken care of. Yeah, man, that's, that's the most at. important thing. Yesterday was just so real. Like yesterday I took off um, the afternoon or the morning uh, because my obviously my wife's expecting and she's due any day now. And she's been grinding me, grinding me about the room and getting it ready and what are we going to do. And so, I mean, think about it. I, I, you know, it's me and my wife, my son, uh, my mom lives with us, and so does my nephew. And then we have three dogs, bro, and two fishes. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody requires, you know, some type of assistance and. And it's just so my and wife. And you're the man, right? And I'm the man, so uh, I gotta take care of it. That's where it's at. That's where the pressure. <laughs> that's where the hey. I don't care how you feel. Go, go, bring the bread. You. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and especially yeah. now, but you know, I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I really gotta give a shout, uh, give a shout out to my wife. Um, you know, since COVID hit, and even prior to COVID. Um, you know, I was still doing the Lone Ranger stuff uh, as far as uh, real estate. I, I, I even kind of faded out a little bit because I, I was into my own, uh, you know, flipping projects and whatever. Um, but my wife has been holding down the fort like you wouldn't imagine. She has been um, just amazing, amazing. It just, I, I can't stop, in, you know, giving her props. And um, so the other day she was asking, you know, Little by little, she'll ask me for little things like yesterday, you know, towards a late evening already, she served my son some cereal and I was watching something on my phone and she's like, hey, could you get the table for, for Emilio? And my first thought was like, like, oh man. But then in my head, I was like, dude, why are you even responding that way? Like, get your ass up. She asked you for the table. Now you get the freaking table and you put it for your son. That's exactly what the internal me said. And I was like, ooh, okay, I caught myself. And so she's been asking me for things. And 
trust me it, it, it sometimes yeah, you know dude. the lazy part of you the laziness in you yeah. just kind of like eh. it's terrible but it's, it, is it weird how at work you're willing to do everything but when you get home <laughs> <laughs> and your wife says can you carry the baby you're like ah. well you, you you know it's funny because i i had a contracting uh i had a crew for for a long time and for a long time one of our drawers drawers were, were broken like one of them and she was asking me and asking me and asking me. And I was like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Finally, my cousin came over and he's like, I'll take care of it. You got the parts here. And sure enough, he did it like within 30 minutes. Exactly. And, and I kind of felt like shit after. But I was yeah. like, you know what? Okay, well, cousin took care of it. You know, Tony, thank you so much for the drawer. <laughs> but it just, you know, you're right. It's like, you know, we do this at work. But yet when we come home. It's you know, like it just. It's you like think that your day's over, but it's not. But it's not because your your wife and my wife, mm-hmm. you know, as much as we wouldn't want to admit it, they probably do more at home than we do at work. Yeah, and that's why they're asking, dude, because their job never ends. No, no, and our job does after after a certain time, unless we're willing to do more. But when we come home, that's what they see. They say, "Hey, you're off. Hold the baby. Do this. Fix the door." So. Because their jobs don't end. 24 no, no, no. So, no, no. yeah, dude. And, and I, I applaud you for acknowledging your wife because that, that is hard, man. You know, and, and I applaud my wife because I think I think to myself, would I want to switch positions? Not really. <laughs> you know? No, yeah, no. My, you know, my wife does have a lot on her plate. So, yeah, dude, it's great. And they say behind every good man is a great woman. Behind every great man... There's even a greater woman. There it is. There it is. There it is. And so, yeah, definitely my wife, my wife's been uh, just super amazing. And, you know, I'm just in awe of her every time I see her. And it's like, you know, even though I'm older, it's kind of funny. <laughs> when uh, we had a dentist appointment, she had a dentist appointment. And uh, I asked her, I said, hey, babe, could you, uh, could you get me an appointment? Because I want to go in. And she's like, okay. So she set up an appointment. And... I guess they called her and they said, they're like, hey, listen, we've been trying to get a hold of your dad, but he hasn't been answering. So we just want to make sure that, you know, he's coming in, you know, for his appointment. And she's like, my dad? They're like, yeah, Fred Barrera. And she's like, no, that's my husband. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, because you mentioned she's younger than you. She's, yeah, no, she's younger. Okay, that's where that comes so in. So it just, it's, it's funny, but, you know, she's an old, she's definitely an old soul. Um, she could definitely carry a conversation with youngsters and definitely with people in their 50s, 60s. She could just carry Well, well balanced. She's well balanced and, uh, um, yeah, you know, just an amazing mom, amazing wife. And, um, I honestly got to say it's, you know, when, when we got married or even actually before we got married, it was just like. I remember we're working out and we're at the gym and you know we're running this is still working. and um and so anyways i i knew she was gonna be the one for me and i'm just so grateful and thankful for her and it's been a great great journey man definitely that's great and you know what that's a great way to wrap up this podcast because at the end of the day you can say you can actually say your whole success is wrapped around your woman and that's that's beautiful man that's cute that's uh romantic that uh, this podcast we talked about so many things and you wanted to you know you know praise praise your wife for that 
beautiful 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 and and a thousand times more um so i like to wrap these podcasts up with like a recommendation would you recommend a book or maybe an app on your phone to the audience ah that's a good that's a good one um there's a lot that i have actually um coming from a, a christian background um I would definitely love to recommend the Bible. It's one of the greatest books in, in, in history. I, I mean, it's banned in over a hundred and something countries. Um, but for the purposes here, <laughs> um, if you're in sales, if you're in, in any type of job or, or career that definitely sales, uh, that fanatical prospector, it's an amazing book. Um, there's other books that I read, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, just other books that definitely help you. But this one just gets inside. And, and I love the, I love how they don't sugarcoat things. And he'll straight out, you know, when, when, when you're reading the book or listening to the book, I mean, just the words that he uses. And, and I mean, he'll punch you in the gut. Yeah, and okay. that's why I like that book. That's what you need, man. Man, that's what you. Yeah, people need to get punched in the gut, man. Sometimes in the in face, the face, but face, a, good, a good punch <laughs> in the gut, you know, get you what, going. What I like about what you said about the Bible, okay. Now, I mean, me, am I religious? Not really, right? Do I believe in God? I'm agnostic, which means I'm open to the idea. Mm-hmm. But what I like about what you said about the Bible and what I would tie in with the Bible and sales is faith. You have to believe it. Mm-hmm. You have to have the faith that you're gonna be successful. That's what it takes. Because if you're, yeah. if you're, if you have any doubt, then you're not right. And that's why the, well, when I say the failure rate is like ninety whatever, ninety three. Mm-hmm. I say it, and people don't understand what that means. That means you put a hundred people. That means ninety three people are done. What's the difference between ninety three and the seven? Is the the belief, the faith. Oh, definitely. You, you you need some type of anchor. You need some type of uh, uh, hope. Exactly. And and uh, you you, know. no, you have to almost rely on it. Oh, of course, of course. I I honestly all my success and all my failures, I I gotta give them to God. Be, Boom. Boom. Because Boom. you know. That's enough said. And in, 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 in that, it's just, you know, he has everything of me. And, and yes, I'm a man. I come up short. Um, I'm not perfect. But at the end of the day, I mean, I know where, where for me personally, my salvation. And, you know, as for me in my house, we serve the Lord. Right there, man. So. Right there. All right, dude. Hey, Fred, again, thank you. Thank you a thousand for giving up your time for me and, and the audience. No, this is cool. I, I, I really enjoyed it, it. Every time it is fun, man. Every time every time it is fun, dude. And you're welcome to come back. You're welcome no, to definitely. Come back. I, I, this is new to me. This is kind of... Dude, hey, check this out, Fred. <laughs> as long as podcast platforms exist, yeah, people will hear us. No, this is cool. No, this is... I mean, I got so many stories. Honestly, like... Uh, you know, you get me in front of a crowd and I could tell you so many stories and situations that I've been through in my life that I, you know, I really, I, I mean, I thought about writing a book. 
about my life. Hey, guess what? Don't even think about it. Do it. Fuck that, bro. Yeah, I like that. And Frank, you think she thought about it? No, she Fuck just wrote no, it. dude. Exactly. Yeah. Write it your fucking book, bro. Write it. <laughs> Write it. This is actually this podcast is me writing my book. You know what's funny? And I, you're and you're a part of my book. <laughs> you you know and, and this is how you know we talked about it in intention, and and, and check this out. So I, I I there's a buddy of mine. I mean we're acquaintances. But I went through this course called MITT, and uh, this guy writes books. So he's a writer. So he told me, hey, talk to him. He could help you write a book. Um, okay, perfect. Um, I had a conversation with one of our, you know, hopefully he's still a co-worker, Rafael. Okay. He's a writer. I didn't know he was a writer. Did you know he was a writer? Huh? Did, you know he, he, did you know he came out in a movie? Which movie? It's uh, what is it called? Uh, the the running the ones uh, not Manaphy. What is it? I don't know. He was uh, in a movie. Yeah, he was in a movie. That's insane, dude. No, he was in a movie. He's an actor. That's insane. Yeah, and so anyways, I I you know we had a great conversation. Uh, as a matter of fact, he he gave me a couple of his scripts. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, could you read them over, and, and and let me know what you think, and if you could pass them on to your sources. I, I know several people that are in the movie industry that that uh, that either they either direct or, or they write. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass on his scripts and see if I could tie him in with something. I, I mean, hopefully it work out, you know. Uh, but anyway, so so God placed him in my life. You know, podcast here. You know, there, there's a there's a there's a story in the Bible about uh, Jacob. I don't know if you know who Jacob is. Yeah. Okay. You know what happened to him, right? I know he wrestled someone. Well, yeah, but originally uh, he he was he was sold into slavery. I didn't know that. And and so, anyways, when he was in jail, he had a baker, and and he had a a cupbearer, and so the cupbearer actually got him out of jail. I mean, it was a few years later, but uh, he was he was an interpreter of dreams. So, anyways, you need to have people around you. To position you in a place where you could get lifted up. And when he says you need to, he doesn't just say, oh, you need to. Then the word need is essential. It's a a must. It's a must. Like, bro, like, it's not even like, oh, you need to. No, you must have. And I can attest to that. I can attest to that a thousand and one percent. You must, bro. Like, there is no way in which you can excel unless... Your surroundings push you to do that. So yes, I agree with you. No, and definitely. Like like I said, I know we're running a little past here, but I was a Lone Ranger, right? And when I came to Richard's office, I, I knew I had to be a team player. I knew yeah, I had dude. to give. Probably it, Richard it, has that shit, dude. You know, and, and it's funny because, you know, I you know Eddie, right? So I talked to Eddie, and I said, Eddie, you know. You know, you need uh, help with buyers. What can I do to help you? And he's like, you know what, bro? I gave all my leads to Richard. But I talked to Richard, and he's looking for agents. Go talk to him. So I went, I called Richard, and he was like, dude, are you, are you sure? Are you serious? I said, yeah. You know, and I think kind of in the beginning, I don't know. I don't want to say he doubted me in a sense, but. That's fine, dude. But, but that's the type of boss you want. 
but but yeah but you know and you know what you're right and so but the fact is you know even my wife said you know what babe you need to start getting up earlier you need to start doing your thing and, and that's what i'm talking about scheduling right and so getting up early going to the office and so that's one of the things that kind of not not kind of that's what got me to, to work on my schedule and be like you know what richard here's my schedule got you man so yeah. you would you would credit your decisions based off of the environment you're in exactly yes okay so whether that be your wife um the office, Richard, the office Richard, the environment isaac you and guys that, and that ties into what you said about the must bro because it's it's more than just it's more than just you majority 90 percent 97 99 is environment environment yeah exactly that's need, a that's a cycle that's a sociological point you need people around you that are gonna they're gonna push you bro push encourage you, you push you. you fucking yada yada that's where it's at bro so hey yo you listening to this you want to strive force yourself into a position in which you will strive because you will strive and you gotta want it you you gotta and that too bro two things you gotta want it put yourself in the position you will that's two plus two is four you strive environment strive is for which is strive so amen to that brother all right so let's wrap that up great podcast thank you fred you're welcome you're welcome appreciate plenty, it plenty of years of experience like i said i am a young cat thank uh, you for giving up some time man no no worries i'm an older cat with a lot of stories with a lot of adventures with a lot of uh ups and downs and um just grateful to be here and, and uh, grateful to just share what I could share to help anybody out. Perfect. Can't wait to see you at work tomorrow. We're going to be like, yo, that was a great podcast. All right, brother. <laughs> thank you, man. <laughs> All right. All right. So, th- uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming back to the podcast. If you're new, this is Random Topics. I'm Jacob. This is Fred. Um, if you could leave a review, it, it always helps. And other than that, have a great day. you have any last words? Yeah. You know, if you have any... Uh, interest or you know questions about real estate contact fred barrera at 626-806-8079 and uh it's just not myself but i have a whole team behind me that could help you get your dream home perfect 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 all right that wraps it up thank you guys for tuning in adios peace out